Uh, I agree. I, I think that it's it's less about the actual gift than the thought behind the gift, personally. Uh, but it was Pinot Gris, and you did not remember that it was Pinot Gris, which makes me believe um, that you did not know it was Pinot Gris white wine um, that you gave me. That so I think 100%. Chris is on to something. Are you no, willing well, to admit that? Well, admit it. Hold on a second. Let's not forget what happened that afternoon. We were at Rams training camp. We were. LZ was leaving off into the next adventure of his life and his career, which apparently yeah. is now painting walls because I've been following him on Instagram. He's like, yo, yeah. I'm painting walls. I'm inspired by whatever I'm watching on whatever do-it-yourself network. I'm painting walls. Yeah. I gave LZ a whole bunch of gifts. I said, when you write, you, you want to be, be comfortable. So I gave him like the most comfortable pants, the pants that I blamed for getting fat during COVID. And, and then I gave him a whole bunch of weed products. And I said, you know, it would be rude to show up with all these and gifts. nothing with me, right? And so I gave, and I and I specifically, blatantly on the air told you, somebody gave this to me on Monday night. Oh, it, you did? I didn't remember I, that part. I'm, but I'm, re, I, but I'm regifting you, if you it did, to you. I believe you. Yeah, I'm regifting it to you on Wednesday. And by the way, uh -oh. if it wait was a, a white, wait yeah. a second, yeah, Laura. I don't think he did. I worked oh, that day. I mean, there's a podcast. We can just yeah. literally go back and find the last one. I will go back. I will go back right now. 1,000%. I told George, I'm regifting this. And George was like, well, it's really, it was the thought that counts. And, and it was a dark bottle. So if it were white wine, I thought it was red wine. I mean, believe me when I tell you, I totally regifted it. It was in a black bag, right, George? It was in a black bag. And I, when I, I think I may have just barely pulled it out of the bag just a little bit because I think I even took the, the tag off of it, not a price tag, like a, I don't know, a card or something. And I was like, oh, it's red wine. It's, it's perfect for George and his wife. That's why I brought it for you. You, you, know? you remember how a lot of times people think of stories and they think of them incorrectly because they don't fully remember how everything went. I feel like this is one of those cases, Cap, just because, and Laura's going to look it up, but just because you did try and re-gift something, you tried to re-gift to me a half-eaten bag of almonds. Yes, that's right. No, 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 yeah. that's exactly right. There was a, then, then I felt bad. I was like, okay, but I didn't bring anything for Greg, and I had a half-eaten half bag of almonds in my backpack, which, by the way, I'm holding on to right here. They're, they're still sitting here. I have a signature select whole almonds, unroasted and unsalted. And I was like, Greg, I didn't bring anything for you. So I'm going to re-gift a bottle of wine to George, and I'm going to give you a half-eaten, already open bottle of um, or bag of almonds. Right. That is exactly right. But the other part, I think, you did not I say that you I implore you to go back. You will hear me say on the air, I'm re-gifting this to you. Well, I mean, there, okay, I, I, you may have, but I didn't remember that. Um, and, and that, that I, I'm not saying it because like, I don't believe you. I'm saying it's just, I clearly don't remember. You may have said that if you do, you're exonerated, but if you did it, man, it's going to be funny that Chris nailed that. Well, um, I think that Chris was standing right there when I said it. And by the way, um, regifting, let me just ask everybody. Are you okay here. with regifting? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with regifting. I'm fine with it. I mean, is everybody else like, is this like a no-no to everybody else? You never I mean, I think you re-gift to people that you don't know that well. You and I have known each other for 20 years. So yeah, I mean, that, but, that's, but remember, that's the, the, the goal was, the, the thing was, is that I was bringing all these gifts for, for LZ. LZ. And yes. I was like, you know, I should probably just bring something for George. And it was like, it was something that literally, I'm not Wh joking Which with I'm fine with. I am not complaining. Um, you know, I, I don't know where the wine bottle is right now. I, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go check where it is. You guys talk amongst yourself for a second. I'm literally going to go to my wine cabinet and see I wish you would, because I, I would have sworn, if you would have said to me, did you give George a bottle of white wine? I'd be like, no, I gave him a bottle of red wine. Like, I was 99% sure 
That Now, unless it was a very dark green glass bottle that was in a black bag, um, I thought it was a Pinot Noir, as I recall, but so if you're telling I, me it was a Pinot Grigio. So I was, I, I'm with you there, Cap. I actually thought it was a red wine bottle as well. I didn't really pay as much of attention as it that, that you did, but I thought it was a bottle of Pinot Noir. I thought so, too. Well, listen, okay. I, I'll so be very it's curious. it's still there. Okay. Pinot Gris, Panthers Creek, uh, Willamette Valley, Oregon. Now, you probably saw Willamette Valley, That's Oregon, exactly because right. you know I like... A yep. Pinot Noir from mm-hmm. yep. Willamette Valley, Oregon. Yep. But this Pinot Gris is white wine, so it's not yep. the same. But, again, it's all the thought that counts. I was happy with it. It is still there in the wine cabinet. Um, and uh, nobody has drank it because I don't really drink white wine other than uh, Chardonnay. But I told you my wife would enjoy it. I saw um, Oregon, and I, I assumed it was a red wine. Doesn't it, isn't it in a dark-looking bottle, though? Like, I... I don't feel like it was in a white wine-looking bottle where it was a clear bottle and you could see that it was white wine. But I definitely think, Laura, you should go back. It was the very last segment of that show. It was about oh, three Oh, no, no, weeks she ago. knows exactly where to it. find it. Yeah, yeah. okay. I got it. I and? got it. You guys ready? Yeah, let's Okay. See. When you go to somebody's house and they got a couple of kids, you got to bring you got to bring a gift for the other kid who's not necessarily the birthday boy in this one. So, George. Oh, why did you wow. do that? That's so nice. Well, I'm really, if I'm telling you the truth, I'm just re-gifting it. Okay. Somebody gave it's it to fine. me the other night. I love it. Ooh, yeah. a little Panther Creek, a little Willamette Valley. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thank Wait, you. It's a Pinot Gris. Kelly would Ooh. love that. She loves a white uh, Pinot Gris. Hey. There you go. Congratulations. Yay. Exoneration, yeah. mofos. I was like, he did it. Damn, he said it. <laughs> Just like yesterday, Laura, when you doubted me when I was uh, on my rant and rave yesterday about that fluffy piece in The Athletic about the Chargers. And, and you were like, who wrote it? And you were like, oh, he don't know who wrote it. And I was like, oh, you're <laughs> damn right I, I know like? who wrote Hold it. Hold up. Pause. Yeah. Commercial. That's what I sound like? <laughs> no, but that's what I interpreted. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That, that was my impression at the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, when don't I really doubt you? Yeah, you doubt everything about me, man. I doubt most men, so you know you're a man. So, <laughs> so I should not take it personally? No, no, you shouldn't. You should not. Uh, that's funny. But carry on, man. Carry on. You did say you regifted it. There you go. Uh, Look at that, Cap. You're okay. <laughs> so maybe Chris did have it subconsciously because he did hear it, or maybe he was hurt close enough where he heard it. But, yeah, now, you did now, say it. So there you go. What, you're now, exonerated. Thank you. Thank you. Now, now what? The, the week before, by the way, George, the week before mm-hmm. I was there, at Rams training camp with Clinton Yates. And when we left the facility, I said to Chris, I have a gift for you in my car. And I went to my car and I gave Chris two dozen brand new Callaway golf balls. Now we'll see if he'll use them at black gold and, or, or, you know, maybe he's loyal to another golf ball brand, but you know, if you have a friend who's a golfer and you give a guy two boxes of golf balls, that's, that's a nice gift. And it doesn't matter if you regifted them or if you went out and got them yourself, that's a great gift. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a golfer, but uh, but I like you know being on a golf course and drinking. So there you have it. Now, now uh, I would have to ask, Greg, are you upset that the the regifting of the almonds that I tried to give to you are still sitting here in my hands right now? Or would you like dis- those almonds? I think it's kind of disgusting that you still have those almonds that were open and just yeah. sitting there that has now been what three weeks? Yeah, but these almonds got to be about two years old. Too. Eat one. I mean, just yeah. eat one. Just they eat gotta, one. They're old. Just eat one. Just they're one. Really old. They're just unroasted one. and unsalted. One. Just one. I wonder if they do almonds get stale? Of course they do. Here, I'll try one. Hold on. Hold it's on. so easy to get cats to do things. Mm. <laughs> mm. He's like a child. Though. Right? That's <laughs> just, exactly mm. what I just thought Just keep of. asking over and over again. Mm. Do it. One. Mm. Just do it. Not bad. Mm. Not bad. See, Greg, 
you're missing out on these. These would have been good almonds for you, ma'am. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm okay. These would have been great for your glamping trip that got canceled. That got canceled, yeah. I know what happened there. Yeah, it was too bad. It just, there was fires. There's And the fires are still raging up there oh, right yeah, now. Yeah. There's, they're only 10% contained, so it's getting Yikes. really, really bad up there. But the, yeah. the smoke was too bad, and they it just wouldn't have been a good time, so they canceled it. And I got and I went over to um to Lake Tahoe instead, stayed right on the lake. No, that's nice. Look at you. You yeah. made it work. Yes. Um, so anyway, um well, okay, Kaplan, so now we know that mm-hmm. uh you know, you're okay being a regifter. Now, um Laura, how do you feel about regifting? I'm okay with it, but I only do it to people I don't know and I'm like, "Ah, eh, whatever. This it's a and it can't be used cuz I know some people that like use something and regift it. That's nasty. But if I don't know you, I don't care. <laughs> Like almonds? Yeah, like almonds. Like like opened almonds. <laughs> right. I feel like it's someone you know you should you shouldn't you should have just like, you know, you know gone when... and bought a twenty dollar bottle of wine is what Laura's saying, I think. Oh my god. For the, me... the actual the part of going and buying it, that was the hard part. Well no. You know? The easiest re gifting time is a white elephant. Oh yeah, white elephant is great. Yeah, yeah like you just stuff. I seriously like so I, I'm just like, oh ooh, here it is. There you go. We um we actually so <laughs> Uh, when I when <laughs> when I when when I used to live in Miami, and actually even many many years after that, I used to come back for Christmas. Obviously, my family, um, you know, Dan Lebetard and his family have this tradition. It's like a white elephant, but it's for crappy gifts. Um, and we used to call it Dirty Santa. And you'd have to spend. You can only spend up to twenty bucks, but you have to buy the crappiest gift that you could find. <laughs> But it's got to be cl- around the $20 mark. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I used to go to like Bed Bath & Beyond yeah. and find like the most ridiculous thing that I could find there. Like and just that would be my gift. Like I found mm-hmm. like like silly like slippers or hats or things. Or What's that, Laura? A toilet plunger. I've done that because I've played that. No, really no, good. toilet plunger doesn't count. Like that's that has got to be like, something that like. That's really that, good. No, yeah. it's good. It's like that's the useful. blinged out one about like um. What is it, Bath and Beyond or whatever? They have like a really nice, like little stud one, and it's like yeah. almost twenty bucks. But it would be like little crappy gifts, you know what I'm saying? Like, like just. But again, twenty dollar limit, and it, it would be, uh, it would be the deal. I, it, it's a funny tradition. I would love to repick it up just for my own family because I think it's kind of funny. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, and that's a good regifting moment too because you're just doing crappy gifts for a joke. You know, you're yeah. not doing like a real thing. Yeah, um, I will tell you, a plunger is a nice gift. I was driving down the road the other day, and I saw uh, one of these like billboards for a plumbing company, and it said something that really caught my eye. It said, go ahead, have that burrito. We got you. And it was a picture of a toilet, and I was like, that's a great ad. That is a great ad. You know what? I should have that burrito. These guys got me covered just in case. But if I got a really crappy gift, no pun intended, and it happened to be a plunger, that would be a really good gift. I like that idea. The idea of a plunger, Laura. Thank you. That's a good idea. Oh, you're welcome. I, I don't know. To me, I, I gifted that as a, we didn't call it Dirty Santa. I forgot what we called it, but we've done that too with our friends. And my friend's like, oh, you think this is what I need? I'm like, bro, you don't get out of the restroom. I'm just fine. So. Well, that's true. Listen, a plunger is, is weird. And, it, and by the way, there's nothing worse than being in a house with bad plumbing, right? If you got bad plumbing oh. in your house, oh. you're going to need that plunger a lot. So in theory, it, yeah, maybe it's not... Uh, how about yeah. if you're in somebody else's house with bad plumbing? That's not good either. Oh, yeah. Well, you've had that issue. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, poor girl. <laughs> Never saw her again.
<laughs> I'm not surprised, man. I think she was okay with that at, exactly. after that. Yeah. yeah. Right. She was like, it's cool. Why don't you get out of here? Kaplan who? And, yeah. She was, she, next time I should have re-gifted her some air freshener. You know, that would have been a nice thing to do. Yeah. Um, so there's this thing I just posted on Twitter um, mm-hmm. from uh, Tony Posnanski, who is, um, you know, a uh, journalist, uh, you know, and he's like a big time writer. And he wrote a thing on Twitter, which people are quote tweeting and I quote tweeted and people are yelling at me. Um, it says, what television show that you tried to watch and like because everyone told you it was great but couldn't get into it? He says he'll start his is Shit's Creek. Uh, sorry. And I, mine was Breaking Bad. I fell asleep watching the first episode. I did watch three episodes. I thought it, it wasn't that interesting and I gave it up. Um, and I've never gone back to watch it. Now, I've been meaning to watch it but because everyone talks about how good it is, but there was not that. Like, it was just one of those things where, to me, I, I just, I'm busy, bro. I got to watch sports. I got stuff to watch. I'm into new shows. Like, yeah, like, if I, I guess one day, like, maybe if I've got, like, a long stretch of time, I can watch Breaking Bad, but just not, I don't got the time for it. But Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad is the one that everyone gets really mad that I say I, did, yeah. I didn't get into. And what's funny about that is, is that I always say it about Shit's Creek because I'm like, you know what? I watched like the first two episodes. I love Eugene Levy. I'm a huge fan of his work. Mm-hmm. His son's character annoyed me. And I, people are like, well, that was the whole goal. He was supposed to annoy you. He's doing a very good job. I'm like, well, I just never went back. I think I watched episode one and two, and that was the end of it. Um, but I will say that Breaking Bad is one of those series, that, and I've said this before, I think, to you, George, that when you finally get to the very end of Breaking Bad, I'm talking like the last five minutes of the very last episode, You've never seen a show where it all comes together the way it does in the last five minutes of the final episode of the series. I love Breaking Bad. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you weren't able to get back into it. But on the other hand, Better Call Saul, which was the next installment, I watched the first episode, right? I watched the first episode and I couldn't get into Better Call Saul. And people tell me if you would just give it two or three episodes, you'll find out Better Call Saul might actually be better than Breaking Bad. Although I find that hard to believe. Well, Greg, you like you watch both shows, don't you? Yeah, I well, I watched the first three episodes or three seasons of uh, Better Call Saul and I kind of just stopped. Uh, I do want to watch it, but I love Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was fantastic yeah, I thought all so the too. way through. It did take, it was slow. It was slow. It took a long time to get into it that first season. But once it hit, you're like, all right, I'm going to keep watching this because I have to. Um, Game of Thrones, though, that one took me a long time. It took me a long time to actually get into Game of Thrones. Well, there's a lot of characters in Game of Thrones. Right. So that's what kept me interested, even though the first six or seven, eight episodes are really slow. Um, but there's so many new characters. There's a new char- There's a bunch of new characters in every episode that you're like, all right, I got to figure out who this is, who that right. is. So that kept me intrigued. And then I, and then you get to the ninth episode of the first season, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> See, that was cool. And that's it. Yeah, that yeah. was cool, but it actually took into like the middle of the second season or almost the oh, end of the no. second season. Oh, no. As soon as the ninth episode of the first season happened, I'm like, Holy crap, this Wait, show why? is interesting. What, r- remind me what happened in the ninth episode of the first season, because I think of the first episode of the first season, didn't they whack right away the dad um, in the first episode? Didn't they no, chop his head bro. off? No, you're thinking episode nine. <laughs> one, which is what That's I'm where they chopped to. his head off? Yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah oh, Laura, Laura's right. just about to start. And well, so. I mean, listen, yeah, dude, it's if pretty you didn't, that's on your, yeah, that's on that's you, Laura, not me. to be yeah. honest with you. That yeah, show's been over for years. And anyways, Laura, just watch That's the like first if someone tried seasons. to tell me, oh, you know, like like I got mad about Breaking Bad if someone explained to me what the ending was. Like, I don't yeah. care. It, George, I didn't watch Breaking, it. That's my yeah. problem, you know? Yeah, that's why, like, when I walk by, like, some, you know, really nasty old camper, I'm like, oh, look, they're making meth in there, like Breaking Bad. And people are like, oh, I haven't seen it. What's that mean? I'm like, oh, forget it. Don't Let's not even go there.
Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hit us up. What is the show that everyone liked that you tried to watch but you couldn't get into? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Plus, oh, boy, LeBron is heated. We'll tell you why in just a second. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You are the regifter. That could be your new nickname. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, hey, we're going to tell you what's up with LeBron. He's pretty heated about something. We'll tell you in just a few moments. But let me ask you this before we move on. And we got a lot of calls here. They want to talk about this TV show that everybody got into that you didn't get into. You didn't feel like it was great. Um, I got back from Vegas. So I, I, um, I have one suitcase uh, you know, I packed a lot of stuff to go to Vegas because you How never know where you're going to wear. Uh, six days. Okay. So, I, you know, I took a lot of stuff, like clothing-wise, like just in case I had to go somewhere fancy, some case I just wanted to chill, right? Like go to the gym, all that stuff. So I, I generally only pack one, like, small suitcase. But for six days, I figured I'd pack two. Um, and and then, obviously, you know, I, you know, shoes or whatever, sneakers and stuff. Um, so I, I unpacked the dirty clothes. But all the stuff I didn't wear, it's still in a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you take a long time to unpack oh, when you come oh back from a trip? God. Forget about it. I, I swear to you, it's embarrassing. It is so embarrassing because I'm super organized. I love packing. Like, I take great pride in packing, you know? Um, I love to play the game Tetris. So if I'm packing a car, I love to put sure. the suitcases in a certain way. And when it comes yeah. to packing, I actually like the idea of packing. But when I'm coming back... I'll take all the dirty stuff, I'll put it over here, and I'll take all the clean stuff, and I'll put it over here. I get home. The first thing I do is I take all the dirty stuff out. I put it in the laundry room. Then the clean stuff sits in the suitcase forever. And pretty much, George, until I wear everything out of the suitcase. It would be so easy to just take the suitcase, take all the stuff out, put it back in the drawers, put it where it belongs, take the suitcase, put it back. No. The suitcase sits in my bedroom, the top open, and I pretty much don't empty it until everything is worn out of the suitcase. How long has yours been sitting there now? Yeah, um, I'm the same way. Like, that's weird. Like, I, I gen- it takes me a while. Now, today I'll do it, maybe. <laughs> the one, it's still sitting there, that suitcase, closed. With, with clothes. Now, again, to your point, um, or as I mentioned earlier, right, the clothes haven't been worn, so they are clean. They would need to be ironed, I would imagine, after, <laughs> after sitting in a suitcase for two days at this point, or almost two days. Um, but yeah, I, it just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. I don't know why yeah. I can't unpack. I'm, I'm Listen, lazy when it comes to that. I, I, Laura? I'm even, I'm even bad in, in other parts of it. Just real quick. I, I have a, like a desk in my closet. When I say a desk, you know, the people who had the house before me, they, they must have had like a makeup desk for ladies with, you know, mirrors and stuff. This desk, this desk. A vanity. Is, a vanity. Thank you. This desk is filled with my clothes and I really barely ever go into the drawers. I literally just wear whatever on the desk. I don't know what my problem is. I'm so I take pride in being like somewhat organized, but when it comes to the clothes, they're just everywhere on a treadmill, on a bed. I mean, it's just, I'm a mess. So you're like messy. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're messy. Um, for me, I personally take forever. The dirty stuff gets out of the 
the suitcase quickly into the washer. Let's go. But the stuff that I didn't right. wear, it'll take me a good three to four days. And I'm like, okay. And I, it's looking at me and it's telling me, take me uh, out, put me uh, away. But uh, I just ignore it, you know? And then I'm like, okay, I got to do this. So yeah, it takes me about three to four days. Gregory? So I used to be like you guys and let it sit there. But now, as soon as I get home, I have to take everything out. I have to put it all away and I have to have a clean area. So now, like when I got back from Tahoe, everything that night gone back. Well, the suitcase is still downstairs by the laundry room, even though that that suitcase is full of clean clothes. But yeah, it's just not in the way of anything. But uh, yeah, it just well, good for you, Greg. Good for you. Let me go to the phones here. Um, Let's go to line two. Asia first in L.A. agrees with me on Breaking Bad, wants to add another show and apparently worked with Carl Douglas. Hello. Hello, Asia. Hi, how's it going? It's going well. Thank you for joining us. So I want to add House of Cards. Oh, never. Yeah, I never watched that either, to be honest with you. I watched it all. I liked it. And I I heard your show yesterday and I came on right as you were talking about Carl and I'm Carl's senior associate in the office. So. Feel free to give us a call anytime. Oh, okay. Well, we were, it was funny. What were we talking about yesterday? I that remember. We, we were in the middle of something, and you were like, yeah, I need to call John If I got Oh, because Greg asked – okay, this is what it was. Greg, you asked one of those would you rather, right, like questions, and you asked me yeah. in the game. Right, and, I, and you the said something about like, thing. Yeah, being yeah, hunted yeah. right by the yeah. police. And right. I said, right, either I'm chased by a serial killer or hunted by the police for something I didn't do. Right. And I said, no, if I get – if, if I'd rather be hunted by the police for something I didn't do because I just called Carl Douglas and get it well, sorted out. Actually, yeah. first you said Johnny Cochran. Yeah, well, Johnny Cochran firm. Right, yes, right, yes. Right, yeah, and then I said, well, Johnny's not around, yeah. so let me go to my guy, Carl Douglas, who I know loves ESPN television. So We all do in our office. Well, thank you, Asia. Tell Carl uh, we say hello. And we may um, need and, him. And thank you. <laughs> we may need him one day. You never know. <laughs> Um, and that we would love to have him on at some yeah. point. Whenever sports and the legal process crosses over, tell Carl we're going to call him, okay? He's always willing to talk to you guys. Have a good one. Right awesome. On. Thank you, Asia. Take care. Hey, House of Cards, you know, until I found out after the fact what a wacko Kevin Spacey is, um, that was a great show. Did anybody else watch House of Cards, or am I alone on this one? I did not. Did Greg, not anybody? Watch it. Laura? No, no House Nobody of Cards. Nobody saw House of Cards? I don't watch a lot of Netflix uh-uh. shows. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Ago. I, this is probably 2016, I would say, I got into it, and I took yeah. it all down, and it was really great. I loved House of Cards. I, I don't watch a lot of Netflix shows. i got to be honest with you. I just, I, it doesn't, doesn't, so you don't watch like, Stranger I, Things? I don't know that show. No, I didn't watch That's Stranger Netflix. Things either. Like, I've seen a few episodes, but I don't, no, like, I don't watch it. Oh, no. I watch it. It's season four is going to be coming out soon. It's yeah, so with the little kids. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know it's what the great. show's about. No, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's all right. You know, whatever. I don't know. You watched um, two seasons, Laura? I only watched two seasons. So you didn't watch the last season? No, I was just, I kind of got over it after the second season, and I'm just like, eh. Watch the third season. The second season wasn't that, wasn't that it good. Was trash. It was trash. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the first I up season was just pretty good. Like, it, it bummed wasn't me out, like, though, when I, when I stopped away, watching yeah. something. Like, I was watching Ray Donovan. I was really, really into Ray Donovan, and then all of a sudden, yeah. one day, I was like, you know what? I'm done with Ray Donovan. I never yeah. went back, and I love Ray Donovan. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to uh, James in Long Beach. He has a show, uh, who I believe was also on Showtime like Ray Donovan. What's Hello? up, James? Hello? Yes, James. Hello? Hey, I'm here. Hey. First time caller, long time listener. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Thank so you. I got sir. one, Dex, Dexter. Ooh, Love yeah. Dexter. Love Dexter. Didn't get into Dexter either. Oh my god, great show. Didn't get into Dexter, show. man. Gave it a few about a few episodes and then just just wasn't catching my drift. Well, and it's funny, James. I wanted to like it because you know, show. in theory, it's set in Miami, right? 
Uh, even though it's re- it, there's only a few things like filmed in Miami, like and it's more like B roll, like it's actually filmed here. <laughs> um, so like, but I wanted to, um, and yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I gave it a couple episodes. It just wasn't for me. Like, and and most people that I know that watched it felt like it jumped the shark after a few seasons too. So. I am feeling so cool yeah, right same now. Same way, same way here. No yeah. way, I'm right. feeling well, thank so you, James. cool. I've seen House of Cards. You guys haven't seen it. I've seen Breaking Bad. You guys haven't seen it. I've seen Dexter. You guys haven't seen it. I feel uh, really. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I'm having wait, a great Dexter's day. No, good. no, Laura saw. Uh, okay. I like Dexter. Dexter. Dexter was great. Yeah, I was like, what well, do you mean we didn't see it? I mean, the last couple of seasons. Well, yeah, yeah, but like the beginning was really good. I love yeah, Dexter. it jumped the shark, everyone told me. Yeah. It did. It did okay. jump the shark. But the fourth season with, I can't remember the guy's name right now. He's a great actor. But he, uh, with him, was so good. And then after that, it kind of just went away. Um, Beto Duran tells me that Dexter was mostly filmed in Long Beach, actually. So, James, might, it might have been in your neighborhood. Um, let's go to Adam in L.A. Adam, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, guys. I listen every day. Thank you so much. Uh, real quickly, before I get to the show, yesterday when you guys were talking about the cigar guy and yeah. the motorcycle guy, yeah. right yeah. when you Kaplan said motorcycle guy, there was a motorcycle guy next to me who revved the engine, and I actually didn't hear the motorcycle part and had to wait till afterwards we were talking about it. I thought it was just beautiful timing. It was perfect. Oh, that is funny. Me. That is very funny. Only that would have been really, better if really he was smoking funny. a stogie, that guy. Yeah, it was just, yeah, that would have made it perfect. But anyways, uh, the show I want to get to is Friends. Can't do it. I just cannot do that show. Okay, so it's, it's funny. It, it's funny you say that. All right, so my wife loves Friends, Okay. And she will watch an episode like every night on whatever channel it's on. Like, I don't know, Nick at Night or whatever the hell, you know, like. And now I've watched episodes, but I was not like a diehard of Friends. Like I was, you know, I didn't have to watch it every Thursday when it was on or anything like that. But I've seen a bunch of episodes because my wife likes the show. It's I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I love my guy, Freddie Prince Jr. Um, was, uh, what was it, Manny the Nanny, I think, or something like that. Like that was actually a funny episode. You knew it was uh, Thursday, but, though. You knew it was right. on Thursdays. Well, it, well I knew it was on Thursday because it was a, NBC Thursday was, night was like was, the night for like 50, for like 20 years. They you called know what it I mean? must-see so. TV back then. Right, it was and an it was, but before it was Friends, Seinfeld. it was Cosby in a different world and no, all that was, on Thursdays, right. yeah. But it was, but Thurs- it went from Seinfeld into Friends, and that was an hour block of TV. That was really, no, really it was the other way around. Then. It went oh, was it? Friends into Seinfeld. It went Friends into, well, whatever. The point is, is that you watch the hour. At least I know I did. Right. I got into it late. When Netflix got it, that's when I like went into Friends. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But yeah, friends like, enough. I don't. I don't really care for friends. I mean, it has great cameos. I'll give them that. They have like great cameos, but not. I mean, whatever. I don't know what it was about Ross, the character Ross David Schwimmer. He was well, so annoying wuss. to me. He was yeah, so annoying. Yeah, he's a joke. Was you know? That's what it is. It's like um, the guy in How I Met Your Mother, um, Ted. I remember when I remember I told you I've had one of my most favorite interviews all, of all time in twenty years that I've been doing this was Neil Patrick Harris, Love and him, I dude. asked him. I asked him, why is Ted such a wuss? Like, and he started cracking up. He's like, Ted is a wuss. He is. You're right. Like, I don't know, but he's a wuss. That's what we got. Jason and Downey real quick. Jason. Yo, so the one show I couldn't get into was Mad Men, man. I, I, I don't know if they were just, it was the whole AMC lineup, but it just, it was not good for me. And I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I parted my hair to the side. I, I you know, I bought a all black suit with a black tie. 
in a white in a white pocket square because of it, but I just couldn't get into it. You know what? I did the same thing. I watched the first episode and it was boring as hell. I Zero. I got Zippo. I never watched one episode. I would hear people make references Thanks, about Jason. Mad Men and I'd be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I never yeah. watched one and, episode. And I wanted to like it because it's about like the advertising industry and all that stuff. Like I felt like I could get into it. But what no. No. I did one episode and that nope. was it. And I never I watched it again. It was yeah. really good. I loved that show. I watched every single episode. I try to watch it every week. It was great. I mean, yeah. you actually right. see what he turns into. It's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. I didn't get to why LeBron's pissed off. We'll do that at 45. Um, and I'll tell you, at that time, I promise. I swear on whatever you want me to swear on. Uh, I will do that at 45. We got overrated, underrated coming up next. We'll take more of your calls as well at 877-710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thank you very much, Chris. And we are going to start with the birthdays like we always do. And that means, Kaplan, today you get to start it off for us. All right. You will will, know uh, them. You will know these people. I I will focus. I will guarantee you, you know these people. I I knew yesterday. I think it was yesterday, Robert Redford. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wanna, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, help you out a little bit. A little more mass yeah. appeal for me. I appreciate that. All right, perfect. So Matthew Perry, yes, or John Stamos. Um, I will say in this equation, John Stamos goes as underrated, and Matthew Perry will go as overrated. We were just talking about Friends, right? And uh, what was Matthew Perry's name in Friends? What was the character? Chandler. Name? Chandler Bing. Didn't like him so much either. Oh, well, he's kind of funny, I guess. No, I mean, if you didn't like him, you didn't like the show. No, I mean, no, no. He was, I mean, I just, you know, Ross to me was a wuss. Yeah. You wasn't like the show. I Say again? You didn't like the show. No, no, I liked the show. I liked the it. The show's fine, it. but he's a wuss. Yes. Yeah, no, Ross was a wuss. Chandler's okay. Joey, I suppose, was probably my favorite of the guy characters. Yes, yes. You know I have something for Rachel. You know, I, I have something for Jennifer Aniston. Of course. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I liked Courtney Cox, and I like Look, Phoebe. Look, dude, this is very easy, okay? John Stamos is a badass, okay? John Stamos is completely underrated. Uncle Jesse is one of the greatest characters on television, and that guy still hasn't aged a damn day, okay? I am as jealous. I am not more jealous of any man on earth than I am of John Stamos, okay, really? with his life. And he is, that is one of the most handsome dudes I've ever seen. And he, again, still looks exactly like he looked when he was young. So it is completely underrated. The guys on Friends, whoever it was, Matthew Perry, whoever, no offense, overrated compared to John Stamos. Yeah, I mean, that's why, again, this game, somebody got to be over. You were hedging too much, Kaplan. Oh, no, no, I wasn't hedging. I was immediate. Go in. I was immediate. About in okay. this equation. It didn't sound like that. It oh, sounded no, no, like I, you were like, well, no, you know, no, no, and, no, and friends just, and this I, character and that no, character. You, you missed it. You missed the beginning part of it because it was it was immediate with Stamos is underrated, but I was not sure about which character Matthew Perry played Chandler, and then and then Greg said, Well, if you didn't like Chandler, you didn't like friends. I disagree. Well, I mean it's a big part of the show. But anyway, okay. Uh Sadano NBA two K ratings are out and we know all the big names and there's we're gonna talk mm. about it a little bit later on in the show, I'm sure. But what about Marcus Saul? 
What is Mark Gasol's 2K rating? I think that's the important thing here. The Lakers center is third amongst players from Spain at a modest 75. Serge right. Ibaka was first at 79, and Ricky Rubio second at 78. Gasol was tied with Wancho and Willie Hernan Gomez at a 75. So is a 75 for Gasol overrated or underrated? I wish we still did properly rated, um, but because I feel like that's where he's at at this stage. Um, but I would say, I mean, 75 is like not even starter material in NBA 2K, and that's what Marcus Gasol is. So I would say, I guess, slightly underrated, but not by very much. I would say slightly overrated by not by very much. I would say that Marcus Gasol should be around a 72, but he's at 75. So therefore, because I think he's should be at a 72, I got to go with overrated here. And by the way, how many players from Spain are there, Greg? There was uh, eight, I believe, and I just gave you the top five. Okay. And he was third, you said? Tied for third, yes. Yeah. Overrated. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, there's, well, yeah, you gave us Ricky Rubio, you gave us Serge Gasol, Ibaka. you gave us Serge Ibaka. And Willie and... Uh, Willie and Juancho Hernan, Hernan Gomez. Gomez. Yep. Um, three more, two or three more. There's a kid, um, well, Nicola Miritic is not is not technically originally from Spain, but he did play in Spain. Um, so does he count? Oh, the kid from Oklahoma City, Alex Abrinas. He's, he's from Spain. So there you go. All right, anyway, that's your Spanish NBA players. Uh, nice what's job. next? Nice job. Off the top of your head, I like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to Kaplan. Kaplan, supersonic travel is coming soon, and but guess what? Supersonic isn't enough for developers. Atlanta-based company Hermius Quarterhouse is creating hypersonic travel. Think supersonic or Mark or Mach one, which is the speed of sound, mm -hmm. and multiply it by five, and then oh. you have hypersonic. Apparently, okay. This so how fast are we getting places? Yeah, really. I'd like to know miles per hour. So here. here, so apparently, this travel would get you from New York City to London in under an hour. Whoa! Get out of here! Whoa! Yes. So is hypersonic travel? Overrated or underrated? Oh my God! If it's be that, totally is it safe? Yeah, I mean they're they're well, developing. We don't know about it, yeah. that yet. Let somebody test it out first, and then we'll find out if it's safe. But I listen. If you tell me I can get from L.A. to Honolulu in an hour, that is amazing. Because you're telling me New York to London, call it a five-hour flight. Yeah. That would be absolutely incredible. But I'm with George. Like my first question is. Is, is it going to all completely blow up in the middle of the air? You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like it's going so fast. Now, a military jet maybe, but uh, but something that, you know, for commercial use, um, I'll believe it when I see it, and then if it's safe, I'll try it, but I'll go underrated. If that can happen, that's awesome. It says that the top speed of Mach 5.5 or 4,219 miles per hour, the fastest yeah. reusable aircraft on the planet. Wow. Wow. I wonder how many people you can get on that aircraft. 30. Amazing. Yeah, 12 times faster than the speed of sound, it says here. Um, yeah, there's testing it. I mean, listen, dude, yeah, if you can get me, like, it, you know, in a, a normal five or six hour flight in an hour or less, I mean, I'd be in on it. Who was the one that was creating the, the kind of like bringing back the Concorde style planes again? That was a story like a few months ago. Greg, remember? Yeah, that's why they're the supersonic ones, which I was trying to think United Airlines, Virgin Galactic and Rolls Royce. Right, they're all, doing that. Yeah. And that's good enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, because I feel like this hypersonic or whatever you're calling it, um, that feels like it's got to be super expensive. Let me tell you something. Uh, th that would change everything because imagine like right now to get to Australia, 
you know, take like, I don't know, whatever it is, 24 hours of, of airtime, right? I mean, imagine if you could cut that down to four or five hours, that would make the world that much smaller. That would be really cool. Uh, okay, next. All right. Uh, we're going to you, Sedano. Uh, so I just got back from Lake Tahoe a few days ago, and I was looking for somewhere in California to go when my trip got canceled like we were talking about. I wish I saw this list from Yahoo Life, though. It's a list that gives the top 21 places to visit in California. Number one on the list was Capitola, which is less than five miles away from Santa Cruz. And the article says, this little European-esque town is known as the oldest beach town on the West Coast. It's a Coast. beautiful beach town. I, I'm yeah. not, I've never been there, but I've heard of it. Yes. Capitola. Yeah, yeah Capitola. Hmm, yeah. So whether hanging it's in Monterey the- Bay. Yes. So numbers two through five were Big Sur, San Diego, Channel Islands, and Carmel. Carmel right. by the sea in that order. Yeah. So is yeah. this list overrated or underrated? Um, I would say okay, give me the other one. So Capitola, Big Sur, what? Capitola, Big Sur, San Diego, Channel Islands, and Carmel by the Sea are the top five. I I I know four of those five. I'm not familiar with the Channel Islands. Where is that? That's like Oxnardish area. Oh, right. Okay. That's exactly what is it is. It's in Oxnard, it's called the Channel Islands. That's right. You got it. Okay, yeah, I'm not familiar with that. I feel like there has to be one L.A. spot in there, so um, I'm sorry to the Channel Islands, um, but I would. Uh, I think all the other ones are great. I love San Diego. Um, I love. I. I. You know, I don't get there often enough. I feel like, um, but it, it's great. I all those others I've been to. Uh, they're beautiful, except Capitola B- uh, Beach or whatever. But I know. I know about it because Herm Edwards told me about it. Um, and says it's said that like literally one of the most beautiful places on earth that you could visit. Um, so yeah, I'm not familiar with the Channel Islands. I mean, is it an actual an island? Like, like kind of like, um, it's like, kind of like um, I've ridden my bike through there several different times. It's kind of like, um, it, you know, you have the strawberry fields yeah. of of Oxnard, and this is kind of the coastal side and the intercoastal waterway side. Is it like it's, Catalina? No, 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 because Catalina is like its own separate island, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, I don't. They are it's little a beautiful they, area. They are little islands, and they're little islands off the coast. But they're like little boat. Catalinas, is what yeah, you're yeah, they're like small, much smaller than Cal- Catalina. They're not right. Catalina's sized. big. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say overrated, just because the chance. I'm going to say slightly overrated uh, because no LA, uh, you know, uh, sites there. I'm going to go overrated also for for this reason. Look, if you tell me Big Sur, Big Sur is amazing, but it's a tiny little place. You it tell me small. Capitola, yeah. I've never been there, but I, I'm sure it's just like a little small place. What were some of the other places, Greg, other than San Diego? San Diego, the, yeah. What was the other so place? There was uh, Channel Islands. There was oh, Carmel, Carmel by the Beach. Sea. Carmel, yeah. okay. Carmel by right. the Sea is beautiful. Yes. Right, gorgeous. These are all little tiny places. When you say San Diego, you might as well say Los Angeles. You might as well say Orange County. I mean, this, San Francisco. You can't say San Diego. It's a gigantic place. What part of San Diego? Like, the rest of the list were little yeah, is it teeny, La Jolla? tiny places. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know? So Big the rest Sur of the list, is religious. I mean, you know? I Mammoth mean, Mountain is, is on here at number six. Los Angeles is seven. Yeah. There's a, you know, right. there's Santa Barbara. I mean, nine. Mammoth is also incredible. Mammoth is a, is a great town. And, you know, yeah. during the winter, it's incredible for yeah. skiing. During the summer, yeah. there's so much to do. I love Mammoth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dina Rogers tweets me and says, uh, Channel Islands are beautiful. Come for the uh, boat cruise. No commercial spots on islands. These are nature places. Okay, mm-hmm. not for me. Not that's not my thing. But thank you, Dina. I appreciate it. Um, all right, that is overrated, underrated. Don't forget. Would you rather at five thirty? I'm gonna get tell you why LeBron's all pissed off. We're gonna do that next. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I don't know what derivative means, and I wouldn't use white noise either. It sounds racist to me, so yeah. I wouldn't use that well, phrase. At Kaplan Mark II does follow me on Twitter, has zero followers, and is following 361 people. Yeah, and um, it started the account no in picture. June of 2021, right. Yeah, no picture. Um, I'm just trying to see, you know. I have stopped arguing with people on Twitter that have fake names and don't have pictures. Like, this guy has been blowing me up the last couple of days Bobby zero two eight five four three one two, you know, and he doesn't have a picture and he doesn't have a real name and he just joined Twitter and he's his like goal in life is to argue with me about vaccinations versus non vaccinations. And I'm like, OK, you know what, dude, I'm muting you. I don't block people on Twitter because I feel like it gives them what they want, which is then they can take a screenshot and tell everybody, "Ooh, look, I got him to block me. So I don't block people, but I have just started to use the mute feature which I'm finding to be very useful, George. Do you use the mute feature? Yeah, sometimes. I don't. You know, I don't really pay attention to Twitter all that much, to be honest with you, anymore. Um, but uh, I am looking at his history. He's very negative. This Mark Kaplan. Um, he tweets a lot of people, and it's um, and it's usually pretty negative stuff. Occasionally sarcastic, which and funny, but n- mostly negative. It's a so tough he doesn't crowd. like very many people. It's a tough crowd out there. I found that out yeah. the other day. How brutal! He's only got twelve be. tweets, so he re- yeah. he he only tweets when he's very yeah. he's, upset right. about something. But but it was the other day when you weren't here, George, when Clinton yeah. was in, and Clinton was yeah. like, "Hey, I got this buddy of mine, Tim Bontemps, who was on when you guys were hosting uh, the jump." The, the jump, yeah. And, he said the thing about the Lakers, yeah. right? And dude, people were just—I mean, total keyboard warriors. You know, that's what it is. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm sitting here behind my phone. I think this guy's yeah, a jerk. Care. I'm going to let him know. I'm going to call him all kinds of names. I was like, gosh, people, you guys are brutal. Like, it's just an opinion about a basketball team. Why don't we all just chill? No, that's not how it works. I understand that's not how it works, which is why I think this whole thing is funny. Yeah. Now, speaking of uh, that, um, so LeBron is very upset, okay? He has uh, tweeted a bunch of different things today. And uh, so let me let me make sure I want to get all these tweets because he, he called himself super washed. Um, he said... Thank you, as if I needed more to gas, as in a gas pump me. Hashtag washed. Um, And he's referring to a story on ESPN.com where executives and scouts were asked to vote for the best player in the NBA. And Giannis and Kevin Durant got tied uh, for number one with five votes. And LeBron didn't get any votes. Now, granted, it's a very small sample size, okay? Um that uh, it says the only other name even mentioned by those polled was James, although he ultimately didn't receive any votes for the first place uh, best player vote. Uh, it was clear that the three stars are on a level unto themselves at this point. Um, so, yeah. So, he, you know, and, and look, I, I, I'm not mad at LeBron. Like, I, you know, Jordan used to do this stuff all the time. OK, I'm old enough to remember this where Jordan literally would make up slights on himself. And I remember. Who, was it Steve Smith who said this story to me once? I don't know. It was somebody who played in that era. And they told me they were playing as Jordan, 
And Jordan literally said this thing to him where it's like, yo, Smitty, I heard you say this thing about me. And he's like, Mike, what you talking about? And he's like, I'm going to cook you tonight. And then that's it. And, like, it was just that's who it was. You know, that's what he did. Now, this one is a little more direct, sort of, because they didn't mention him. But, uh, look, whatever you need to motivate yourself, I'm good with. It doesn't make a difference. I motivate myself every day in one way, shape, or form. Uh, so everyone has their own motivations and look, the last time LeBron did this whole thing, they won a championship. So I'm sure if you're a Lakers fan, although I kind of wash, I, I, I kind of roll my eyes at the whole washed King thing because nobody in their right mind is calling him that. Uh, they're just saying that in their opinion, he may not be the best player in the game anymore. I would disagree. I think until he's unseated from that position, I still feel that he is uh, that guy. And by the way, uh, Jonathan Watson, who is a great listener and basically a pseudo producer of Shout the out. show, yep. said it was LeBradford Smith, and that's exactly who it was because it was in the documentary about Michael Jordan. So thank so you for that. Let me just say something. You know, first of all, LeBron's tweet where he says, thank you, as if I didn't need more to, and then he has a gas pump, gas pump me. And I was like, you know what? Actually, LeBron, that's super clever because it took me a second to... You didn't uh, know realize... what he meant by gassing him up. No, no. Yes. No, I, I did, actually. I said, oh, to fuel me. That, that's what I assumed the gas pump meant. The gas pump meant right. fuel. Or gas him up. Either one. Yeah. I'm, this would be a really great game show on television where you have to try and figure out what people are saying via emojis. With emojis? Yeah, because yeah. like, what was the name of that game show where they would have like um, license plates and you had to try and figure out what the license plates oh, I meant? I don't know what that is. Anyway, I thought whatever. you meant like Pictionary or something like that. Well, this was this is great. So, so LeBron says, hey, look, um, thank you. I didn't need more to fuel me because I'm, I'm hashtag washed. Listen, um, I would say right now, if you go out and you pull 10 executives around the NBA and you say who's the number one best player in the NBA, it's not that far-fetched to say Kevin Durant when just think about where we are. Kevin Durant just carried the United States to a gold medal, okay? Mm -hmm. So, and when he played this past year, because I think he only played in 18 regular season games this past season, he was really great. He was carrying the Brooklyn Nets. But then the Nets got knocked off, and the team that knocked them off, Giannis and the Bucks, went on to win the NBA championship. Right. And Giannis came back, George, as you'll recall, because remember, we were on the air at the end of the night, and he went down with a knee injury, and we're like, oh my, he may be done. And he not only came back just to try, he came back and he was great. So, yeah. so in terms of just like what's freshest in my mind, what's freshest in my mind is LeBron got hurt this past year, the Lakers got knocked out in the first round by Phoenix, uh, Milwaukee went on to win the championship, Kevin Durant carried the U.S. to a gold medal. It just isn't that far-fetched that people might actually say Durant or Giannis at this exact well, moment Well, but, but in he, time. He, here, here's the biggest difference to me. If I'm breaking down their games, and look, I think you're splitting hairs with these guys at this stage, okay? I want to say that on the front end. But if you're asking me, of those three guys, who makes the guys around them better? It's LeBron. Um because he's the best passer of all of them by a wide margin, okay? And he gets guys more open looks than almost anyone in the sport throughout his career. Uh, so I, I, I think that, to me, is kind of the determining factor. Like, if I were looking for a tiebreaker scenario, that's where I would go LeBron. But, you know, him tweeting that stuff out, we've seen this before. My thing is, like, I laugh because ain't nobody calling him washed, Nope. Okay, like there's a big difference between saying maybe he's the third best player than being washed. But again, I get that uh, if you are a professional at anything, you want those slights coming your way 
or worth any perceived slight because extra motivation, anyone wants extra motivation. You know what I mean? Well, well the thing is, is this. When you're going to be 37 years old and you've already been a champion everywhere that you've been and you're already considered the greatest player of your generation and you're already a billionaire and you're, you're pretty much doing anything on planet Earth that you want to do. You want to have a, a talk show that you produce? You got it. You want to you want to produce your own movie? You got it. I mean, LeBron James is the king of his own universe. So if he has to find something to motivate him to still want to be a championship caliber player, whatever it may be, you go for it, dog. And now go back out with your revamped roster and go win another championship. All right, coming up next, we're going to dive into the world of the NFL and also the Dodgers have an interesting release that we'll get to. We'll touch on that in just a moment. 